You're listening to The Fitness Lounge, where we discuss in-depth everything from fitness, health, wellness, and mindset. Whether you're just beginning your fitness journey or you've been involved in fitness for years, we have a little something for everyone. So just sit back, lounge for a bit with us, and enjoy. And now for your hosts, Nick Messer and Ben Miller. Hi, welcome back to the Fitness Lounge with your hosts, Nick. And Ben. And today we are going to be talking about shake it up. When should I have a protein shake? Protein shakes. Protein shakes. <laughs> Don't even get started. No. <laughs> I'd run out of I'd run out of words to start with that. I got protein, professor, professional. That's all I got. Bromance. There you go. <laughs> Bro science. I know that's the same. Oh, something man. different. I, that, I went there. Yes. Got to get me worked up on bro science. <laughs> All right. So uh, before we get started, if you are not subscribed, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. We've got a lot of good episodes and fresh content that's going to be coming out. We do drop episodes every Sunday and every Wednesday, plus an occasional surprise one here and there. Mm -hmm. We have a great series coming up um, that it'll be our first actual series that we'll be dropping at the beginning of September. Uh, and a few other things. Also, make sure you are uh, following our Instagram page, Fitness Lounge Podcast. We have extra content and announcements that we're putting out there as well. So, all right, go ahead and lead us off on so, this one. Protein shakes. It's uh, you know, we all use them. We use them for meal replacements. We use them before, after workouts, or you know, it's also it's a great way to fill a void in your daily nutrition. You know, if you got a demanding schedule like myself, for example, there. There's a couple times throughout the day I'll have a protein shake, you know, just to hit my calories and keep that my, my macros in check. And um, the thing is, though, is knowing what kind of protein to use and what times are best to use them. And, you know, what can be the difference in having a protein shake and having a power shake? I mean, those are different. Yeah, I mean, uh, having a protein shake, in my opinion, would just simply be getting the nutrition in and having a power shake is mm -hmm. using it at the exact right time that your body can optimize and maximize. When your body needs it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, that's where you're going to be putting other stuff mixed in with it. Correct. Yeah, so for for this, the people that I would recommend protein shakes for or uh, anybody who's looking to put on lean muscle and everyone who has – any type of demanding schedule where they're not hitting their calorie intake right. for their body to properly, you know, optimize. Uh, I talk to so many people. It's so funny. I talk to so many people who their number one goal is, uh, I just want to lose weight. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to lose weight. Well, okay. Well, how many times are you eating and come to find out they're not eating enough exactly as opposed to eating too much. You know, they're not sitting there gorging out at 5,000 calories a day. They're doing it at like a thousand, but they've trashed their metabolism so bad. Yep. So what they need to do is they need to get into a reset and then their, their answer is, I just, I just don't have time. I'm so busy. I can't sit down and eat. That's where this comes That's into play. Where this comes in, yeah. you know, because if you have time to drink, you got time for this. And you can do that. And that, that's one of the, so, you know, like, you know, my schedule we've talked about before I get up one, two in the morning, my first, what I have within that first 30 minutes to an hour is a protein shake because I'm driving out, you know, I don't, it, boom, it's easy. You know, a lot of people do, you know, if they're driving to work, to work, going to a meeting, typing away on the computer at work, whatever the case may be, I mean, it's easy and quick to just hit one, you know. And that's exactly, and that's where for, for most people, even if 
you know, growing muscle isn't your goal, but you're not hitting your calorie count, that's where the meal replacement shakes exactly. come in. Exactly. Yep. You know, dead in the middle of the day. If you're if you're a breakfast, lunch, and dinner type person, you should be having probably two. In between those. Two yeah. of those, yeah, yeah. One in between breakfast and lunch and one in between lunch and dinner. Um, so, all right. So we're going to dive into the different types of the, the high-level uh, protein powders that you can find. Um, and we're going to kind of go over the, the pros and cons. Because again, nothing is ever a perfect one. Uh, so the first one we're going to dive into is soy protein. The pros and cons of soy protein. So starting with the pros, it is considered a complete protein. And by that, when we talk about a complete protein, what that means is it contains all of the nine essential amino acids inside the protein itself. Um, in, with soy, you're going to find higher amounts of glutamine and arginine, which have been linked to improved immune function, better digestive health, and increased cognitive function. So a lot of people who have um, uh, dairy protein allergies yep. will, will lead to, uh, sorry, um, tend to use soy. They'll lean that yeah, direction. You, got, you have a dairy protein. Allergy, right? I mean, do you yes, use but soy? Yes, I have a lactose intolerance. Okay. So right. not, uh, I actually can use whey and casein. Okay. My All brother right. has a casein allergy. Lisa does too, right? Do your, wife, your wife has a casein She has allergy. whey yeah. and casein. So okay. it's interesting. She has oh, both. My brother has one and I'm good with, I'm good to go with either one of there those. There you go. Uh, I just can't have the lactose. So uh, soy was actually really big with bodybuilders back in the 70s and mm -hmm. 80s. Um, the downside of using soy is, as some studies have suggested, is that it's, first off, it's not ideal for women who struggle with estrogen-related cancers because soy tends to create an estrogen response. Yeah. Um, and men who suffer from low testosterone. Part of this, as we talked about, mm -hmm. is a lot of times men with low testosterone have higher levels of estrogen. So if you're taking a soy protein That's that helps to increase or estrogen flow, yeah. then it's going to continue to imp impede your testosterone uh, production. And, and that's where uh, one of the big complaints from bodybuilders who were taking tons of soy is they would get the gynecomastia, yeah. you yep. know, man boobs, man boobs. Yes. Moobs. So, um, <laughs> It, the digestion rate of soy protein is roughly about four hours. Uh, and this will come into play here later in the conversation, but we're going to talk about the digestion rates of these proteins because knowing how long they take is going to help you determine whether you should be having it or not, right. specifically at that given time. The next one we'll jump into is other types of vegan protein. So while soy is technically considered a vegan protein, it kind of stands in its own class. The other ones are going to be like your pea, rice, and hemp proteins. These are going to be slower digesting proteins uh, than soy. Uh, the pros of these, first and foremost, it is considered to be more slimming than your milk-derived proteins, which would be your whey and your casein, as these proteins are naturally fat and cholesterol-free. So there doesn't have to be any processing out of those. Uh, it is not associated with bloat. And the formulas tend to skip artificial sweeteners and chemicals because they're more geared towards an all-natural yeah. clientele. The downsides to using vegan proteins, 
these are usually single plant-based proteins and are not considered complete proteins. So if you're using a pea protein or a rice protein or a hemp protein, usually you're going to be lagging in one or more yeah. of those areas of the amino acids. So if you're going to use a vegan protein, try and look for a blend uh, where they use like rice and pea together. Yeah. So you have a better chance of getting a more complete balance in, in that Have you ever tried shake. a vegan protein shake? I haven't. I don't know if I want to, but... Have I tried them? Yeah. Like I've taken a sip and been yeah. like, uh, yeah. So vegan proteins uh, of all of them, are they're the grainiest. They're yeah. usually the most difficult to get a good mix in. However, I will... Does it taste bad though? I mean, they are getting, compared to others? They're getting better with them. I yeah. mean, it's just... The direct answer is yes, they're not as good as, yeah. as your whey proteins that are on the market. Um, but they've come a long ways and I will do a shameless non-paid advertising plug for, uh, it's a company. I want to say it's, I, I'm going to butcher this. It's P R A N O A N pray no on. I think hmm. that's the vegan protein we use for my wife and okay. it is a very fine powder. She gets both the, the coconut milk and the bananas and cream, mm -hmm. um, flavors, or, oh, sound good. Yeah, and they they've got a few other ones that they have, and it they they are really good. The protein pancakes that uh, mm -hmm. Bo made yeah. for us, he said, he goes, dude, of all the protein powders I've ever played with, including your ways and casings, he goes, that was the finest. He grain. makes he makes pancakes. He does well. He did those for us for oh. a, for a special because they were. I mean, he does now. Yeah, he, oh, I didn't know. I'd, yeah, I know. He just I'd, released I'd German for that. German chocolate pancakes, which what? are regular, but uh, because of her allergies, he was willing to do a special set oh, I see. for us. Okay. Um, and they actually came out pretty good. I mean, the flavor was phenomenal. We used the bananas and cream. Mm -hmm. uh, that was actually really. I was eating them. Yeah. I, I ordered a, a batch for myself. <laughs> like they were that good. Um, so, but would it, would I, being that I don't have to specifically use a vegan protein, would I give up whey protein for that? No, I would not. Yeah. I wouldn't. Right. But um, if I was, well, if I was my wife. I, we found a really good one. So if you're one of those people who has a, a, a whey or casein allergy, or maybe you don't know you do, but every time you drink one, you feel bloaty and whatnot, mm -hmm. and, you and you want a good vegan one, try that brand out. I'd be willing to bet that you're going to be satisfied with it. And if you do, let us know your thoughts. Like I said, leave yeah, us a message sure. on Instagram. I'd like to, I'd like to hear, um, you know, if, if my recommendation was worth it for you. That's one of the things I find interesting about protein shakes. I've tried all different brands, different kinds, and, your body will tell you if it's not working, you know, you'll feel it. You know, I never, I've never got the bloat, the bloating from it, but like my stomach will gurgle and grumble and kind of ache. I'm like, okay, like muscle milk for me. I can't do it. Well, that one, that I one bet, tears I, me up. You probably have some because muscle but milk don't, is mixed with milk. So for me, I couldn't yeah. have muscle milk, even though they're using whey protein, but it's mixed with milk. So it's going to have lactose in there. Yeah. So yeah, it would make I, at this point in my, uh, for how long I've been off of milk. Mm -hmm. I, well, see, I can drink. Hurting. I can drink straight milk though, and it doesn't do that to me. Oh. For whatever reason, it's just that shake. I'll drink it, and I don't. I just don't feel good afterwards. Like I feel. Do you check in the expiration dates? No. Should I? No. I <laughs> <laughs> They're on there for a reason. Are you supposed to? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So the next two are probably the, the more popular of the four that we're talking about here: whey protein. So that you got isolate and concentrate. So the isolate is breaks down about thirty minutes. And the concentrates about an hour. Yeah, and isolated, it's just it just broke down farther. It's it's yeah. processed a little bit deeper, mm -hmm. um, and it takes out um, 
some of the fats and the carbs, whereas uh, a concentrate is going to be, I want to say it's 80% protein and the other 20% is the fats and the carbs that are still in yeah. there. Whereas the isolate, I believe is like 98% just raw protein. Yeah, straight so, way. Yeah. 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 Right. So the, some of the pros of whey protein, it, it is a complete protein. It, it's got the highest level of high, leucine, leucine. Yeah. I don't, I might want to say Lucy or something, <laughs> which give, it, it gives your muscles fuel to grow and work out. And it also helps to preserve muscle mass and improve metabolic health during weight loss. Yeah. So if you are in the process of wanting to lose body fat, um, and you're not necessarily focusing on muscle growth, taking mm -hmm. whey protein is a great way to preserve yes. the muscle mass that you have already. So you're not burning up quality lean muscle because the biggest, the biggest issue that I see with people who are on the weight loss train is they're, they're simply so much focused on the scale that they're not really worried about where that weight's coming off of. You know, they could hack off an arm and say, oh, I lost 20 pounds. And yeah. <laughs> you did. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> You're missing some the, the, the goal here is you want to lose purely body fat, yeah. maintain or continue to grow muscle mass. Now some uh, the cons for whey protein, um, which we kind of hit just a little bit ago, is you know it's it's ideal it's are not ideal for someone who struggles with dairy, um, and people who are unable to synthesize the lactose can experience abdominal pain, mm -hmm. gas and diarrhea. Mass marketed whey protein can also contain chemicals from preparation and processing the, the process of making them you know yeah and extracting it they yep. a lot of times they have to go through a through a multi-tiered phase some of them using chemicals and mm -hmm. sometimes if you're getting with the the lower quality ones why i say don't get anything off the shelf at walmart yeah um what do you call that like, uh like cross-contamination because it's in certain areas with other stuff and well what it does the the chemical there's a there's a chemical leave behind in the actual at, at the processing because they do it in such a cheap and fast manner that yeah. some of the chemicals that they use to actually extract the protein from the from the carbs and the fats mm -hmm. actually gets left behind okay so there's traces behind it so now you're not just ingesting the protein you're ingesting some of the chemicals they use it's kind of like uh I forget what I was I was watching the other day, and they were talking about how they use chemicals. Oh, <laughs> it was one of those drug shows, and they were talking about oh. how they use gasoline <laughs> to extract the chemicals of like the co the coca plant for really? cocaine and stuff. And no so, kidding. part of the you know, did you say the, cocaine? Yeah, cocaine. Oh. Yeah, like I, yeah, <laughs> that's in protein shakes. Yeah, no, not in protein. <laughs> Man, well, that's why I really like that one flavor. <laughs> you could have that, and it's a pre workout at the same time. Wow. No, they use gasoline as one of their you know, one of their primary um, chemicals to extract yeah. the. It's one of the phases of it, and I'm sitting there thinking, like, you know, these people that are doing this are kind of like snorting gasoline, but it's not obviously. Yeah. But the point is, is wow. that that the, it's a. I'm not gonna say it's a similar process because I don't know. I haven't been into the plant, but it's kind of the same thing where they're using a chemical mm -hmm. to help break the bonds and extract the protein from the other portion so that they can use it. And in some cases, if they're not doing it in the proper way, they're, like I said, there's a chemical leave behind. Right. Okay. So. All right. So the next one is casein protein. That This one is a longer breakdown, about four to six hours. This is one we talked about before you want to, this would be the one you drink before you go to bed. Yes. If you're going to use it. Right. So yeah, and you got micellular casein and casein hydro. Hydrosolate. Hydrosolate. Yep. Um, so this was actually cited from peak fitness. The, the pros of, Casein would be uh, helps reduce muscle breakdown, even in the absence of food. And that's because it's such a longer right. digesting protein. Mm -hmm. And uh, the cons of casein, they're, they're extracted using acid and heat processing, causing a lot of products on the market to be inferior in quality. 
um, recommended to avoid industrial casings to include all isolates and casinates. <laughs> yeah. All these big words over here. Yeah. And what's interesting. So, and I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to pause you there on this cause I want to make yeah. a point when you're shopping for your proteins, check the label. Mm-hmm. And I found this out later on, and this was one of the things I mentioned in Synthesix. I told you that they have they actually yep. have gluten yep. in it. Well, we it says on the bag it's it's a whey it's a whey isolate. Okay, but when the you synthesis. look in the yeah, okay, okay. when you look in the when you look in the, the ingredients, it it says protein mix, mm-hmm. and in there it has whey isolate, and then in there it says caseinate. Hmm. So my brother was taking Synthesix and was having a hard time. We couldn't figure out why. And then we read the label. He was having a hard time like processing and because digesting. Because he's it? allergic to casein. Oh, okay. And caseinate is a derivative, <coughs> a part of the casein protein. So yeah. he, yeah, he he was not feeling well because hmm. of that. And we couldn't figure it out because here we are, we're buying whey isolate, right? Yeah, yeah. So check your labels on these. And the reason we're, that Peak Fitness um, was recommending to stay away from these is because these are a more a less natural form of mm-hmm. the casein protein, yeah. which is why they say, you know, if you're going to use casein protein, which by the way, their recommendation was don't use them at all. Okay. That was their recommendation. Yeah. Now, I don't necessarily agree with that. I'm sure there are a lot of nutritionists that would fall on either side of that fence. It just oh, yeah. depends on yeah. how they personally feel about it. But what I gathered was the 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 agreement across a vast portion of the, the industry, except for those who are manufacturing it, is to stay away from the industrial ones and go with a more native whole milk casein that's from raw milk or cheese caseins. Okay. That's, that's what they said to do. So... Um, that wouldn't be recommended for people with kidney and liver disease, though, right? Correct. Definitely want to stay away because they, the kidney and liver already has a hard enough time processing yeah. uh, the proteins and breaking them down. So having one that's got to work even harder, it's just yeah. it, 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 it's just not recommended by any means. So check your labels on these. For the most part, I'm not going to say every single whey protein is you know the way to go. Obviously, yeah. there's there's good, better, best, but. Usually, if you're not, if you don't have a whey protein allergy, that is kind of a slam dunk go to. Find you a good brand yep. and usually stick with it for the most part. Um, that would be my recommendation. What about? There's another protein. What about man-made protein? <laughs> that is either. That's just for the wives, right? That, that <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there. I'm sure there's a good portion of people that would probably say it can go on both sides of the fence there for you. Ben's, okay. going, Ben's going to prison. Sorry. He's moving, he's, moving on. He's enjoyably going to prison. So, <laughs> um, okay. So when should you take the, the different types of protein? So again, it's not just about what is the protein, although that is a big portion of it, right? You know, using the complete proteins is going to be better than having an incomplete protein. Uh, but when, when should you use these? When is it optimal? So it really depends on how fast you need the protein to be available in your cells. Mm-hmm. Um, these are our recommendations. So if you're going to have, if you're like me and you wake up and you have a protein shake first thing in the morning and kind of like Ben, you have yours within what? The first hour. Yep. Yep. I have mine within the first five minutes. I literally yeah. wake up. I let the dogs out. I take a piss and boom, I have a yeah. protein shake. Now it's mixed in with my coffee. I'm taking. That's what I was going to try. I remember you saying that last time. I wanted to try that. Mix yes. it with 
coffee because yeah. I, I have coffee every morning too. So do ice ice coffee? Just put it over ice because okay. if it's if it's hot, doesn't the, it break it down or something? Well, it gets clumpy. Say, yeah, it, okay. it gets clumpy. So um, and then I mix it with uh, coconut milk, a little mm-hmm. bit of coconut milk, um, hmm. and I used to as part of the carb backloading diet, I would do. Uh, it's not half and half. It's um, it's the heavy whipping cream. Really, but then of course I have a dairy allergy, so I can't use that. But that yeah. is, that is to put a little bit of fat into yeah. the shake, so your body can chew on both protein and fat. Makes sense. Um, but now I've taken that out. So the reason I do that is I want that readily available, so it starts absorbing the protein and stops breaking down my muscle. You get a little caffeine shot while you're at it. Yes, exactly. And I hate coffee, so that's the only way I'll have it yeah. is with that. Um, so that's first thing in the morning. Boom! Right when I wake up, and at that point for me, I know that on a you know, 200 to 210 gram of protein daily target, I've knocked out 10% of that right off the bat. Right. Okay. Um, so the in the middle of the day, uh, not immediately following a workout, but in the middle of the day, you could have really a mix of whey protein and a slower digesting protein. Uh, the reason I say that is depending on whether you need it fast or slow, you could have a mix of it where you have a little bit that's absorbing immediately and a little bit more that's absorbing over a longer period of time mm-hmm. to help you get through the day, especially if you're one of those where you're, you know, working a seven, eight hour straight shift. Uh, I remember I used to, you know, when I was waiting tables, I six, seven hours straight with, you know, no stopping, yeah, yeah. S- going back, slamming a quick shake like that would be fantastic. You know, especially if I was working a double and now I'm at eight, nine or 10 hours and I'm not stopping eating. So now I've got a little bit for the now and some for the later as well. Um, Immediately after a workout, ideally, again, assuming no allergies here, whey protein is going to be the way to go. It's going to hit your hit your body quickly. Um, The isolate or um, the whey hydrosolate mm-hmm. will actually which is even faster uh, they were i think the difference between the isolate and the hydrosolate is like 15 to 20 minutes difference okay um, not very much not not a whole lot whereas casein is you know hours yeah hours so and then before bed we did talk about using a slower digesting protein which could be casein if you're going to use that or soy or vegan proteins either one of those mm-hmm. and again you could even do a blend there too it just depends i mean if, if it's been a while since you've had a meal and you don't want to take a shake that's going to take four hours to get in your system. And now you're looking at, you know, four hours for your shake. Plus it's been three hours since you last. Yeah. yeah. So put something in where you get a little bit now and a little bit for later. It, it, the nice thing is there's no clear cut and dry way to do this. It's up to you. It's how you process it. It's, right. You know, flavor too, quite honestly, comes into play. You know, they, there's some, there's some nasty ones out there. Taste wise. It's there's it, some great ones. One of the best ones. Um, and you won't, I won't, I won't buy this brand anymore, um, because they got bought out by a very large, um, they got bought out by post. I won't buy the, the local brand it begins with a D. Um, they were, they were great. I love yeah. their products. I won't touch them anymore because I just don't trust mm-hmm. what they've done. And from what I've heard, They've jacked with the recipe, but they had a great one that was banana nut back in the day. And that was, hmm. man, that was the bee's knees, dude. That when I was telling you, I was having those 900 calorie shakes. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was putting the banana nut in. You throw some, a uh, couple raw eggs in there. You put peanut butter and some almonds, oh, and out, 50 huh? grams of carb <laughs> in a man. I was cranking it. So, uh, yeah, it tasted really good. Now I pr- traditionally just stick with chocolate and vanilla. Yeah. So, yep. But 
Well, hopefully this has been beneficial for you all. Uh, we wanted to give you a little bit of something because we do get one of the biggest questions we get asked all the time is really about, you know, what should I take? When should I take it? What kind yep. of protein do you use? Again, brand is that the brand that you pick is going to really be dependent upon your budget, your flavor yep. likes. But and you might you might even come across you may try a few brands that you don't like until you find the one you do. That's exactly correct. So um, you know if you can find a place locally that you can go to that allows you to try a sample of That's it. That's good. A good idea. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I know NutraShop is one of the places they'll do that. Yeah. Uh, one of the reasons I like going up there is if I want to try something new before I spend for yep. a full tub of something, they'll let me try a scoop of it, take it home, yep. mix it up. If I like it, I buy it. If I don't, I go back up and try to find something that yeah. I do like. Um, so the that would be my recommendation because more than likely you're not going to get it right on the first time. Luckily, probably not <laughs> compared to when you and I were starting out, yeah. they've come a long a ways yeah. with the quality <laughs> of the flavorings uh, and, and whatnot. So, and it, I, again, I've said this before, when it comes to protein powders, you get what you pay for. Mm -hmm. If you're trying to go cheap, not only will you get cheap, you'll get bad flavors, you'll get clumpy. Yep. Doesn't mix well with water, yeah. milk or anything. Mm -mm. So what, what do you mix yours with? Usually milk. Milk. Yeah. I use my. I, now, if I if I'm on the go, if like I'm out with work or whatever, then I'll just use water. But if I'm at home, I'll use milk. I try and use like almond milk. Obviously, I can't. I use. I use. Yeah, that 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 as well. I would. I would love to use milk. I would. Oh, yeah. I would kill. But uh, I've. I haven't had protein powder and straight water in forever because yeah. back when I was doing it, it just that was one of the things it didn't mix well. You had to mix yeah. it with the. A, you had to find that was substance. the thing. You had to find the right one because there was some that would mix well with water, but there was some that would not. And now there's you a might lot well more just that snort it and, <laughs> you know, or eat it. <laughs> One just of don't the get two. the gasoline mixture in and, there. And don't get it like a capsule and use it like a suppository. I mean, you could, <laughs> but I wouldn't recommend that either. I don't think the body absorbs it that way. Isn't it absorbed quicker that way? I don't. Well, not probably not protein. Yeah, you're right. No. <laughs> the medicines, maybe. That's a little <laughs> different. <laughs> Hell, man, I'm on a roll today. <laughs> we, just, we just give you a protein IV drip and just let yeah, you right, carry there that you around. go. So. All right, folks. Well, we really appreciate you tuning in with us. Make sure you have been subscribed so that uh, you can check out our next episode that we have coming up. We got a good one for you as well. So, mm -hmm. from the both of us, keep, keep crushing, crushing it. Hey, everyone. Thanks for joining us today. Listen, we love connecting with our listeners, so if you have any questions or topic requests, please email them to podcast at thefitnesslounge.net. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at fitnesslounge_podcast for more updates, tips, and content. You can also follow us on Twitter at, at fitnesslounge3. We are excited to take this wonderful journey with you, and we'll see you next time here at the Fitness Lounge.